Parents and guardians, it's time once again for the Fearless Parenting Show. Well, 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 welcome to another episode of Fearlessly Parenting. Today, today I have in the house Nate Palmer. Nate Palmer is what I would call a fitness guru, and he's going to talk to us today about how to increase your fitness and strategies, real-life strategies for busy parents. So without further ado, here's Nate Palmer. Nate, I'm glad to have you on my podcast, brother, uh, and I'm excited of what you have to bring us because I know myself, I, I got about 12 or so pounds I need to get rid of, and I could sure definitely eat a whole lot better, and I'm quite sure my parents and, and uh, their kids also are always looking for good ideas on how they can incorporate fitness and nutrition in a more effective, efficient way into their daily lives. Yes, Dan, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be a lot of fun because as you and me both know, parents are like the busiest people in the entire world. And so they need a little bit of like different strategies than people who are have all the time in the world for a morning routine and have all this like extra time. I hit the gym at any, any time. Uh, like I, I feel like, like, it's not like parents are like time management gurus by any stretch. You know, some of us do better than others, right? <laughs> Myself being others there, but like the next person, the next 22 year old life coach who hits me with like a, how to do my morning routine or how to manage my time. I'm just going to like, I'm going to hand him that poopy diaper and be like, bro, take a walk. <laughs> or the, or the sick kid or the homework that didn't quite get finished the night right. before and you try to wrap it up and <laughs> all sorts of things. How about you get my wrong. daughter in the car while she's arguing about what cup, what color cup she wants to have. <laughs> you deal with that. I'll do a morning routine. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, you know what? This right here could be a whole nother uh, uh, podcast uh, interview talking about how to overcome the morning routines. But hey, tell my audience a little bit about yourself. How did you become a, a fitness and nutrition expert, coach, speaker, and writer? Wow. I mean, that's a really specific question. And if I was, if I'm being like a little snarky, I'd be like, really, really slowly. But um, basically, my transition into like fitness started when I was 11. And a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I got into fitness at a young age because I was captain of the football team or I was like, you know, into karate. And I was into karate, but my mom was like, you can't do karate. That's fighting. Not into, into it. So what ended up happening was uh, I was 11 years old, sitting at home by myself. My mom was out, dropped my sisters off at school and someone breaks into my house. And so a big dude wearing flannel banging on my bedroom door that's locked. And I'm in there under my bed hiding with a steak knife, Stan, just like <laughs> shaking, dude. Honestly, I don't appreciate you laughing right now. Like, this is my trauma. <laughs> it's all that love, man. It's all that love. <laughs> I'm burying my soul here, Stan. But uh, so I think I'm at that moment, like this is kind of like looking back on it, you know, like I was like, I don't ever want to feel that kind of powerlessness, that lack of autonomy. Like I don't have any recourse, but to just like be like, I guess I'll die. You know, I don't ever want to feel that again. So my my uh, solution in my 11 year old brain was twofold. Number one, I got to get big like Arnold. I want to look like the rock, you know. And then the second thing was I got to buy like 100 knives on eBay without my parents knowing. 
So <laughs> one of those things was more beneficial than the other, but I didn't even like get into like actually start being good at fitness until I graduated high school. I graduated high school. I'm six, four, I graduated 155 pounds, which is like this skinny, you know, always had a little bit of like, you know, some, like I was always upset about that. I had a little body dysmorphia. Like you just wanted to be cool, wanted to be liked, right? So I was like, how do I get bigger and stronger? And that became an obsession for me. So when I went to college, I was getting a degree in uh, business and psychology at the University of Arizona. Bear oh, down. Cool. And I basically shirked all my studies. I didn't like it at all. I wasn't really into it. So what I did instead was I would sit at home and I would read hundreds and thousands of articles from these top bodybuilding health and fitness websites, bodybuilding.com, T Nation, Breaking Muscle, Ask Men. And I was just like absorbing all this information because I loved it so much. And it was so interesting to me. So I graduated in 2009 to the just a glorious job market. I don't know if you remember, but basically. Oh, oh right I, I remember because like you, well, you graduated from a uh, undergrad at the time and I, I graduated from grad school in 2009 okay yeah so you know so you're getting a job and they're like hey we need like it's an entry-level position it pays twenty-two thousand dollars a year and um you need to have 16 years of experience i was like uh okay so i was like you know what i should do is i'll just get a job as a trainer i like doing that until i figure out what i want to do when i grow up right i haven't grown up yet or i just still don't know i guess but Either way, I just loved training people. I loved working with people. I worked at a big box gym. So I worked with all kinds of people, old people, young people, people trying to get better athletics, trying to build muscle, trying to burn fat. So I got a chance to interact with a ton of different people in a lot of different environments and just saw like, wow, I love seeing someone win. I love seeing someone do something they didn't think they could do. I love seeing someone take that next step or or break that mindset, the limiting beliefs that holding them back. So fell in love with it. So I quit that job, obviously. (laughs) And I uh, decided to get a real job, grow up, you know what I mean? Get a job with health insurance. And I knew day one, Stan, I walked into that door and they were doing my training and I sat in the back of the room and I thought to myself, mm. this is not for me. This is yeah, not You left your why behind, you know, you, th- that, that, that passion that you had for that, you left your why behind and you went into something else that somebody else probably thought that was the perfect fit for you. Try to try to get, yeah, sold my wife for 30K a year at a desk job in health insurance. So, got a, I was immediately regretful of that, stayed there about three months. And then, thankfully, I've got some good mentors in my life. So, one of my mentors reached out and was like, You need to get out of that job. You need to open your own gym. Here's what you're going to do. And I was like, All right, Dean, whatever you say, man. Thankfully, I did it. Built an awesome business, worked with a lot of golfers, really got into physiology and stretching and biomechanics. I had some amazing mentors in that gym environment, too, teaching me all kinds of stuff. It's incredible. So I quit that job, too. Uh, got married. <laughs> My wife and I moved up to uh, Seattle um, with no jobs, no friends, no family, and uh, no real no real reason to go. But we just decided that, like, we've been in Arizona our entire lives. We had a great first year of marriage and we decided that like if, if we were going to really like be serious about like making this work. And I think that's always been like my, my wife's incredible. So like we, I, was, I was like, hey, let's let's really prioritize this marriage by getting out of something easy. This really like simple like life that I could see ourselves just like kind of just existing in. It was easy. It was right. fun. I had a good job. She had a great job. Like we were all just like like two years out of college, it felt like I should be there in like 30 years. It's kind of what my mentality was. Mm. So I was like, let's get out of here. Let's do something different. We had a hard, hard first year out there. We both got jobs. 
I got a job at an amazing gym out there working with 150 other trainers, this incredible location. Everyone's really focused on education. Got a chance to meet and like just have these great conversations and learn so much. Um, so I quit that job too. Yeah. Are you sensing a theme here yet, Stan? Oh uh, yeah. Just a little bit, man. Just a little bit. Um, so we sold all of our stuff and uh, my wife and I moved to South America. We were like, let's up the ante. You thought Seattle is hard. Let's go, <laughs> let's go move to South America for a year. So we traveled all around. We worked as tour guides in the Panama canal. We worked on a pig Whoa. farm in Ecuador, um, worked as an after school program, teaching chess in Spanish to kids in Peru, like just like all kinds of just wild stuff, just challenging ourselves living outside of our comfort zone, living out of a backpack. And then, um, so like that so much that I quit doing that, came back to Arizona where I'm from and um, basically I've been working as an online coach and nutrition expert ever since. Primarily I work with the busiest people in the world. I work with entrepreneurs, I work with dads. A lot like most of my clients fall into one, one or both of those demographics. And like, I'm just going to keep going because I like the sound of my own voice. That's cool. Well, hey, you know, what I, what I saw that this is what you did and I'm thinking about, you know, my life as a parent and other parents that I talk to, I work with boys in my uh, off duty time uh, in a mentorship program, Christian mentorship program called Royal Rangers. And man, I tell you what, uh, I hear from a lot of parents and the hustle bustle that they have in their life. And I see a lot of them tired, run down and things are just hard for them. And then you try to throw in uh, what about fitness? What about nutrition? And I got to thinking about it. I said, you know what? Nate would be a good fit. Nate would be a good fit because just like those entrepreneurs, okay, uh, and the dads that you talk to, uh, all parents, including the moms, need to pick up on it and, and try to do better. So let's talk about some of these uh, real-life strategies. I mean, you know, you say you have real-life strategies for busy people. Uh, give us an example. That's a good, that's a good question because like for a lot of people, like there's a lot of information about fitness out there, right? From it's like, Hey, you got to do this. or you got to jump on a trampoline to do your workouts. You got to hit CrossFit or do hit workouts, orange theory, fitness, keto, low carb, vegetarianism. It's like, which one is right for you? And I think that a lot of times people get it wrong because they're not really necessarily thinking about what is the best fit for the person. Most of the time, trainers and nutritionists I talk to love training and nutrition. I'm also guilty of this. So I'd be like shipping off workouts. I'd be like, what do you mean you didn't do your hour and a half long workout that I sent that you need to go to the gym four days a week for? And they're like, man, I'm busy. I got three kids. And I'm like, what the no, no excuse. Play like a champion, you know? As before, that was like uh, four or five years ago before kids. It's a little different now. But you understand. <laughs> get it now. Yeah. Took a, took a, took a, a couple children to, to really get oh, it. Yeah. Crash course, man. Ain't nothing like a crash course of your first like time. <laughs> yeah. So I think that like when you're talking to people and they're like, oh yeah, you got to do this and it's got to be really complicated and you got to have this amount of this and you got to track your things. People get lost and like, and they start feeling like we get these amazing parents who are so successful, such a good job raising their kids. They're yes. great at their jobs. And then suddenly they're made to feel like some sort of idiot because they don't know how to calculate their fat macros. Like, give me a break with that stuff. So really what I try to do with um, my book and kind of my philosophy, it's called The Million Dollar Body Method, is make this as simple as possible. I'm looking for the highest ROI, the highest return on investment for every activity you, you uh, like uh, are, I'm asking you to do. 
Well, this brings me to the end of part one of my three-part interview with Nate Palmer. Moms, dads, parents, guardians, it is necessary sometimes for us to pour into ourselves so that we're at our best for our children. Your physical fitness is so important. Don't neglect it. Nate has a lot of wonderful information, so please check out the podcast description where you will find links to his website and sources and resources that he has just for you. Once again, I challenge you to go forth at Fearlessly Parent.